0: Let's see here. So um, I've been doing suicide prevention for like one and a half years. Uh, I, uh, I started on TikTok, actually, to have TikTok. And uh, I was sad one day. And then I post some, And a lot of people actually supported me, you know, saying, you know, hey, we can talk, we can do this. And, you know, I worked in a healthcare, And I thought, well, maybe this is really, really cool. I can, I can start doing this. So, I started doing suicide prevention on Instagram and TikTok. Well, uh, actually, when I got on, you know, Instagram, I quit because there was, like, nothing to do on it. Like, I wasn't getting no follows, no messages, nothing. I thought, well, this is lame, but it was only on TikTok. Well, so, uh, one day, actually, like, a week after, I logged on to Instagram, and I had, like, 30 messages. I was like, okay, this this is going to be stressful because I don't know how to help people. So, uh, actually it was fairly easy because, you know, people be like, you know, talking to me and saying, you know, well, what are, what can we do? I'm like, I don't know, but we can work it out. <laughs> so, so I always like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but you don't know what you're doing. So we'll work at it together. So, uh, I've been doing that for one and a half years and I actually am doing training on it. and going on three months, but, uh, what, I, what I, I like it so far.
1: Yeah. So when did you start on TikTok? It was it was like a year ago. A okay. Year ago. Um, I started Instagram. So that. what made you go into suicide prevention? Is there somebody close to you that um, thought about it? How are you connected to that? My old neighbor, had um, She
0: she committed suicide, and her her kids were actually real real upset and I actually went to school with them and then I felt bad and then when I got you know really sad and stuff I know how I kind of felt how they felt because they had nobody you know her their dad was always a drunk they had no family until they moved but I it's sad it's really a suicide it's
1: really really sad okay and do you remember like the first person like you talked to um like how did that go you're saying like you didn't have any experience um Um, i'm trying to think it's it's been a
0: while um i think the first person that i helped on my on my account was that's a hard one (laughs) uh they were complaining. They, no, no, no. They were, their dad was abusing them, something like that. And I said, well, that's, that's going to be kind of hard. So I Googled it, you know, how to help somebody, you know, with their parents or their dad or whoever's abusing them. And they said, well, take it up with their grandparents or whoever, you know, suggest things to them, give them advice how to ignore it. You know, well, not technically ignore, but get
1: away. And so I, that's the first one I'm pretty sure that I helped with. Right. And so by get away, you mean like clear their head or like, and how to prevent that from happening. You know,
0: like, can, you know, can you go out to the house, visit somebody, you know, just, just relax, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's my very, very, I think that's my very
1: first message I ever had to do. And so what was it like that first experience for you, like helping somebody? Um, was were you like stressed out? Or were you like relieved or like I wasn't was emotions? Really I was actually glad that I gave him
0: advice because who knows what kind of what things would ha- would go. You know, I'm saying you know don't know what would happen in the future if we didn't give advice like like I did. But I like I said I really really not professional experience or you know whatever.
1: Yeah, and so as you're on this journey, what did you volunteer at any prevention? Uh, I know there's suicide hotlines out there, um, but did you volunteer at any of those before you just created no. your own? I just created my own because our our town is very very small. We only have a gas
0: station and a school. That's all. <laughs> and then you know the closest one. It's 100 miles, 100 miles. Mm-hmm. So I'm working, I'm going to school and stuff. And like, I just stick with the hotline for now until everything calms down.
1: And Did, did you uh, do any research? Like, do you have any liability or is it like... Um, You're doing the hotline? Yeah, I mean... it's. No, I,
0: I just created it just to help people. That's the only thing I did. I didn't know, you know, nothing. Now I do get messages like, you know, go kill yourself. You know, you shouldn't do this. If people want to die, let them die. I'm like, you know, you can get in trouble for saying that stuff. You know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I get messages like that all the time. And I just like ignore them. Like you shouldn't be able to, to say things like this. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, how many people do you think you've helped?
0: Well, maybe at least two hundred, three hundred, but during this during this COVID, it's been a, it's been crazy. It's been really, really
1: crazy because everybody's quarantined at home, everything. So you've you've seen an increase since like February, I guess, when it's the COVID started. Actually, started and beginning of March, late February,
0: beginning of March is when you know when everything went crazy, you know which I'm kind of glad because people are actually reaching out to get help and then just deciding
1: to do bad things like self-harm and things like that. And right now, is it just you uh, yep. on the phone? Do yep. you have anyone else helping you? Mm-hmm. No, nope, just me. Now we
0: uh, do a support group on, on Instagram just for suicide prevention to people. people. You know, how are we doing? You know, are we needing help or anything? And I'm like, I got it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i try to help other people but yeah yeah so do you is there a lot of repeat calls are you talking to the same people over and over do do they there are some there are some that will you know will sit there
0: and go okay i got this and then they have a rough day they come back saying no i don't i get i don't got it no i need i need to talk i need to vent." i'm like okay well i'm here 24 7 you know what's up all right we, I do get a lot of repeats, I do, and a lot of them will sit there and try to put the blame on me, and, you know, I, I take it, you know, and sit there and say, well, this is nobody's, nobody's fault, you know, this is just how it goes, but there's a lot, a lot of repeat.
1: Yeah, and so, I guess you're also, did you say you're developing, like, a community for um, these people that... What do you say, like try to take their life or commit suicide? Um, try to prevent people from taking their life, you know, saying, you know,
0: when they do self-harm, they go, well, this is the only way that helps me. I'm like, you, you think it is, but it actually it's not because those cuts and are going with scars. And then when, as you get older, you're gonna look at them and say, I wish I never did that. And that's gonna put you in a bigger hole. And that's, yeah, it's not
1: good. No, that's terrible, and I guess, um, are you interested in psychology at all, like? Um, Not really, um, I'm going to school uh, for criminal justice, actually, mm-hmm.
0: but now I never did, never was really interested in doing that
1: stuff. Because I'm just curious on, like, how someone gets to that point where, you know, they think, suicide is a good, good path for them to take. Right. No, I never, never
0: really, never interests me, but I think that would be a
1: good, good
0: choice though. I think it would be.
1: And do you see any common threads that these people have in their lives? Like, um, like family issues or like money issues? I guess what kind of problems do do you see that a lot of people have? Mainly, it's um, bullying. Bullying
0: is the number one that they come. You know, I'm getting bullied by this and that. And then now, since everybody's home from school doing their school online, it's more of their um, you know their siblings or their parents. You know, they can't study. You know, doing stuff like that, and that's more. That's more common right now because it's quarantine. So, yeah. That's more common right now for everything.
1: And so you're just doing this out of the goodness of your heart, right? You're not making money off any of this? No. Um, No, I
0: I do sell T-shirts and bags. And then whatever they get goes automatically donated to the National Suicide Hotline. Which is suicide prevention dot dot org. I don't donate all that to them. I don't. I do this for you know help other people because I don't believe in profiting or taking any money. I believe in donating it to the national hotline, suicide hotline.
1: Yeah, that, that's amazing um, that that you're out there and you're you're helping people that really need help. Uh, And so is, is there an age range that, uh, you get, is it all over? It's majority
0: of it's, it's 18 and over, but I do get like, you know, like 13 and above, but mainly it's 18 and over, you know, what, what it says. Now, uh, I do, you know, for activities and stuff, I do do, um, like giveaways, basket giveaways, shirt giveaways and stuff like that. You know, I I you know I do a, you know uh, a prize or whatever they enter their name and I randomly pick somebody and then I tell them hey you got this you know I need your address to send it to and then you know I won't tell you what it is until you get it
1: <laughs> but I do do giveaways and surprises and stuff. And what hap- when you're talking to somebody and they're they're on that ledge, is there something like a trick that you do to? You know, talk them down, uh, or like turn them to to not wanting to commit suicide. The way I do
0: it is when when they come, when they say, you know, I'm I'm wanting to die or something like that. I go, okay, can we talk about our problem problems before we even think about that? I said because there's so many things that could happen right now. I said so many good things that can happen right now instead of the, you know trying to kill yourself or do self harm. I you know. There's so many things that people do, but I choose that one. Like, let's talk about our problems before we decide to do this, you know, and if it's not, if it's not working, I tell them, okay, you know, I'll give them that uh, phone number for the professionals hotline, which is life uh, suicide prevention lifeline. I'll give them the phone number, their, their tech, their text message or whatever. I said, and these guys, you know, will help you better than I can. You know, since I'm still training, and they're they're professional. You know, they're professional. Or I'll tell them, contact. You know, nine one one or something. If you've taken drugs, or any kind of medicine that would do harm, which I've had two people that had to call nine one one because they did they took pills.
1: Oh man. Yeah. Um, and so, um, what keeps you? calm during these conversations? Cause I imagine when they're on their phone, they're probably real emotional and, and stressful. How do you keep your calm? I just
0: talked to him like, you know, like we're face to face, you know, it's it, everything, everything will be okay. I promise. You know, everything may seem like it's, it's not going to be okay. Like it's turning downhill, but everything will be okay. You know, um, I do get, you know, text messages like, like uh, they're sending pictures of them cut themselves and stuff. And I'm like, no, we can't. You know, I said, well, you got to get help. I said, this is not how you're going to fix things. And they, you know, like I said, they go, well, this is like the only best thing I got. No, it's not. You know, you may think, like I said, you may think it's good for you. You know, it, it clears your mind. But I said, in all reality, it's not it's not, it's not solving nothing. It's just causing more pain on you.
1: Yeah. So you're, you're trying to think, you're just keeping your calm to, to prevent them from harming themselves. So. There there are some times where I have to take break and, you know, turn off my phone
0: because I'm overwhelmed myself. I gotta, I just got to take a break, you know, maybe a few days or a few hours, you know, so I don't go out of character, you know, saying, well, we can't do this, you know, all being hateful and stuff. So there's where I'm like,
1: okay, I got to take a break. But yeah. Yeah. I imagine there's. I mean, that's, it's amazing. Like the, the weight that you put on your own shoulders to help these people. And so I'm sure even when you're taking a break, you're, you're still concerned about the people that, you know, want to talk to you. And so how do you, what do you do when you take a break? Um, how do you clear your head? I normally,
0: I, I, love, I love to work, so because I work at a healthcare place, and I normally go there whenever I'm taking a break, like I'm constantly there. And, you know, I help, I talk to my mom a lot. She is a, she's an over road truck driver with my father, and uh, she actually has cancer. And so I talk to her a lot. I maybe see her maybe a few days out of the week, and that's it. But, and then I'd just go right back at it, I do. And then, you know, hang out with few friends, and then i just go right back at it. But ever since Creighton account for suicide prevention, it's just been, it's been really, really good, I think. Really
1: good deed. Right. So, we're, before you did this, like, what, where were you at? Like, were you searching for, like, a purpose or, like, a meaning or like wondering what you're gonna do with your life, I guess. Um, you just kind of dove full in on on this with with just like, um, I guess the experience that you had with your neighbor. Um, right. So I guess, um, you know, what, what gave you that drive or that emotion to, you know, just jump into doing something so heavy?
0: I had no idea I would be doing suicide
1: prevention. Um,
0: what what made me really turn into it is when I post that video on TikTok, it wasn't it wasn't a bad video. It was an upsetting video. You know, when people get upset, they post video. And it really wasn't an upset video, but people took it that way. And then the, the support they gave me, like, if you need to talk, we can do this. We can talk or, you know, my DMs are open or, you know, we need to talk or whatever, you know. And then when I was like, you know, I didn't mean it for people to get upset, you know, so, I but, you know, it's just a video. I didn't mean to make people, you know, worry about me. And then just that, just that feeling, I figured I want to be one of those people that helps other people, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, when I made the, made the Instagram account, I, like I said, I had nobody like no, no follows, no, no messages, no posts, no nothing. And then when I went on a week later, I had like 30 messages, like like, I need help, I need this, I need that. And I'm like, okay, I got it. <laughs> I'm so excited because every morning I would check my phone, like right off the bat, see if I got any messages. And they'd be the first ones I'd message every morning. You know, the me- new messages, the old messages, they'd be the first one.
1: Yeah, and so, I mean, you had an immediate response. So there must be tons of people out there that are dealing with, you know all this depression and trauma. I guess from COVID and now um, all the protests going on. Um, so you said you're getting into criminal justice. What do you think of all the movements to like defund the police or the Black Lives Matters movement? What, what how do you feel about what's going on? I'm kind of paused at the moment. You know, since school
0: is completely stopped right now i really don't know because this is this is all crazy you know and i feel bad for the black people i really do because they've been treated wrong their whole life their whole culture and stuff and i feel bad so i i really don't know i don't you know every you know everybody is just crazy you know but i'm kind of paused at the moment but i really don't want to Back out of criminal justice, but then again, I do. But I think I'm just going to stay right here and think about it.
1: Yeah, what part of criminal justice uh, are you interested in? Or- I'm going to do a police officer, and
0: then I've decided to go to a probation officer, but I really, really haven't decided. You know, I still got to do like four or five years still, so I still got some time to, to switch or think or you know whatever
1: and is there somebody that you look up to that's like you have influencers online that you you watch i love watching (laughs) it's funny i love watching live pd i've always
0: you know i think you know how these officers take these people and you know from drugs you know clear them up you know just help them out and i think that's also a big influence but uh my dad, he's in, he was in criminal justice for, um, I don't remember what for he was in, but uh, he went back to trucking, and then I figured, you know, hey, criminal justice was fun, because I used to help at the college, you know, for criminal justice, and we're really, really good friends with the professor there, and so I figured, you know, it'll be really, really cool if I go into criminal justice, but uh, I have friends that's, you know, officers and stuff, you know, and I see them time to time. And like, hey, you know, you're doing good.
1: <laughs> just give them a hard time. Right. I, they yeah. need all the support they can get right now. Just, yeah, there's so much violence. And, um, yeah. and, and so, yeah, it's tough to be, it's a right. tough position to be in right now. And then, but with, without them, I don't know what else we would do. Um, it, it'd be crazy, I think, you know. But
0: last time our pro- we had protesters here in our town. We had at least I think they said a hundred people, at least 100 people there on a corner. And I'm like, well, that's good, but I don't know. You know, it's just, it's going crazy. It is. And then my sister's in Chicago. I haven't heard from her. And so I'm hoping she's okay. You know, because I heard Chicago is pretty bad right now. Oh yeah. like, i sure hope you're okay up there. So, yeah because she was one she was in our, in our town, and she got hooked up on drugs and drinking and you know being, you know, being a bad person, getting in trouble with the law and stuff. And then she actually went to rehab in Chicago for a few for like two, three months, and then she, she quit. And then the last time I heard she was with some guy homeless, and she was pregnant. But she said she was doing pretty good. Like, she has a house now. She has an apartment. I'm like, well, you lied to us, like, your whole life. So I don't know if I can believe you or not. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's pretty sad, and especially with Chicago going on, how bad it is. I'm just like, I sure hope you're okay. I really do.
1: Yeah, I hope so, too. Um, I mean, it's crazy that the people around you is such a huge influence on on your – what. You do, and so I've always heard it's like you're five closest. You're the average of the five people you hang out with the most, and right. so um, right. it's I'm sure even more in a small town is there's a lot there's a lot fewer people that you can hang out with, so it's real easy to get in the wrong crowds or the wrong circles. Um, so how do you how do you stay away from that? If you had family that um, fell into, you know, drugs and alcohol. Well, I look at it, it's like, you know,
0: when my sister was on drugs and stuff, I'm like, you know, constantly praying for, you know, please just get off, just put your head back. You know, I was raised, don't do drugs, don't drink, you know, I never, I never did drugs at all, my whole life, never did any of that. And I don't know why my sister just turned out do that. But I look at it, you know, I was watching her. She had so many opportunities. She planned to go to college. She planned to you know, I think she wanted to be a nurse and stuff. But now she's she can't because she's got in trouble with the law. And I'm praying to God that, you know, she can straighten up and she's straightened up, you know. But uh I just look at it as like I don't want to go down that path. I've seen how somebody go down that path. I don't I don't want that path. I want the good path. You know, you know she's homeless and and I don't know what it feels like to be homeless and I don't want to be homeless, but she was homeless. And I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't be homeless. I said, I'd have to figure out something. But yeah, I, she was, it was bad. And I choose, you know, not to go down that path, you know, just, just go to work. Don't do anything crazy. Get in trouble with the law or do bad for yourself. Do good for you. That's how I look at it. Do good for you yeah and it sounds like
1: you're doing uh i mean you have your head on your shoulders you're helping other people um you know like even though it's your sister you've learned from her experiences and so i think you're definitely on the right path so that's that's good to see uh, but i'm in austin texas and so there's a huge homeless uh Population here, and uh, it seems like more and more people are coming here every day. Um, we have tents on the side of the road under the highways, and so um, I actually interviewed a social worker that that helps uh, homeless people. And some of the biggest problems they have is they don't have the resources or the address, you know, to get mail even or to store their belongings and so um they it's it's harder for them to to get get on their feet just because they don't have the have you know everyday necessities that that most people take advantage of or take take for granted like a roof over your head or like running water like all these things that you know that we think are normal, they're, they're living without. And so they're, they're living in these communities that, you know, they're surrounded by it. So they think it's normal. And so it's like, what we're saying is like, you are who you hang out with. And so you're hanging out with that, that crowd. And it's, it's even harder to get out of. And so I think it's a a vicious circle that, you know, that's, um, it's uh, it's just like a, a trap almost, like, right. you know. Hard um, to come out of it. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: we went to New Orleans on a cruise ship. We, we went to New Orleans, and just driving underneath the under the bridge, you've seen people laying on mattresses, you know, with no blankets, and there's tents, and people, you know, using papers as a fan because New Orleans is hot, really, really hot down there. And, you know, people on bikes carrying their mattresses around and their blankets. And, you know, that's upsetting because, you know, New Orleans is busy, you know, and they're strict down there. Very, very strict down there. There's always police everywhere that's on somebody. And these homeless people are just like, I'm just going to stay underneath this bridge. And I don't, it's upsetting. And they eat very, very little. You know, we see people all the time throwing them food, stopping by, giving them food stuff like that and if i was in new orleans i'd be down there 24 7 just buying them all of them food you know but yeah seeing homeless people it's really really upsetting and it you know it breaks your heart too because you want to help them but then again you're on this budget too you know but yeah new orleans is really really bad
1: yeah my heart goes out to all of them because it is like I think people almost get um, like immune to seeing it. And so if you see it every day and you really do want to help, but I think people see it so much that, you know, it it's almost like you, you're blind to it because it's, it's so bad and there's, it's too much for like one person to, to fix or solve or, or to handle right. and, and so it's like you know i i help when i can but it's it's a terrible situation that I, I don't think the even governments are like they don't even know how to how to handle that situation and so it's a it's a growing problem um, and i i don't i don't know what the answer is <laughs> My grandma out in Nebraska, my
0: great-grandma, um, she's seen a homeless guy out standing by the street asking for money. And she, uh, right out by Walmart, and uh, the only thing she had was a $50 bill. And she gave that guy a $50 bill, and he was, he was so excited. You know, just seeing a smile on their faces, it just cheers you up, like, you know, I just made this person happy. And, you know, he's, like, beyond excited because he got $50. And grandma's like, well, that was the only $50 I had, but I'm glad he got to use set of it. I'm like, well, I'm glad you're thinking of that. <laughs> but, yeah, she'd she give the shirt off her back, and, yeah. yeah she, can't, she can't say no at all. She sees a homeless guy, she's giving them something. Yeah. She'll run to the store, grab a few things, shoes or whatever, and come back, and, you know, give it to him, which is really, really good influence, you know showing as kids my siblings and i you know saying you know we can help people but yeah but yeah so as as you're a
1: kid who do you think had a bigger uh influence on you was it your mom or your dad my mom yeah my mom um,
0: it was a long long time ago we were at walmart and I, it was an elderly lady didn't have enough money for her food at walmart and then mom just walked by and paid for it all, just paid everything. And my dad, he's never at town. He's, he's always on the road or doing something, working. But, you know, hanging around mom, she's always helping somebody. She's always talking to someone, you know, giving them advice. And she's the biggest influence of all, of all people. So yeah. when, I went, when I went out to my great-grandma in Nebraska and she gave that guy fifty dollars, I was like, Man, you are you are really, really loving this. You know, and she's like, I just love their smiles. I was like, Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> but yeah. But my mom is the biggest influence. Yeah, so is that your uh your mom's mom? No, that's my uh dad's mom's mom mom. That okay. sense. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
0: yeah. So
1: that's, that's who it is. My mom. Yeah. And so where do you see, uh, see yourself grow Do you see yourself growing the suicide hotline? Um, is yeah. that your main goal right now is to increase, increase awareness of, of suicide? Yeah. Um, it's to keep increasing and
0: encouraging other suicide preventions, you know, the small ones small groups or whatever saying you know we got this you know let's let's help people and you know there's a lot of people that started the same exact time i did the same day and then they ended up quitting i'm like you know we gotta we gotta stay on top of this you know there was people you were helping and what if they need help right now and they don't they don't know they don't know what happened to you mm-hmm. my my goal is to encourage everybody to keep growing and help other people but you gotta make sure yourself is you're okay yourself, It's, you know it be really, really, really hard if you know you're struggling yourself, and people are struggling coming to you because that that put a lot of pressure, a lot, a lot more pressure on you than you know what you have. Right? Yeah, because I've
1: always heard it's like um, think of it like a like an airplane. You when they go over the emergency procedures, they tell you to apply your own mask first, you know, before you help your neighbor. It's like, make sure that you're taken care of, that, you know, you have everything you need, and then you can work outside. So it's like, you're the core, and then you help your neighbor, and then you keep going outside, like your community, your your state, your nation, and just keep, Keep working it out but it all starts you know with you and making sure that you have what you need and so it's like just like what you're doing i mean it sounds like you have a good head on your shoulders and then you have your mom as your support and so is your mom behind everything that you're doing does she encourage you you to keep it up yep her and
0: uh my friends And my work friends, they all (laughs) encourage me. You know, they said one, you know, one and a half years—that's pretty cool. And she's like, go, you know, I'll buy some shirts so you can donate it and stuff. Because all the all the money I get from the shirts, I I donate it to you know suicide prevention lifeline. You know, I don't, you know, I just create them, and you know they buy them, and then I just give them money to them, you know, because that I don't want to take nothing. It's, you know it's not my doing you know you you helped yourself because you got to help you
1: need it, mm-hmm. That's and, it. I, and i see i've seen your instagram and you you do a really good job on that where where did people find like the shirts and how to how to help uh donate now, monetarily right now i have it um shut down because
0: it's covid because our company wasn't going to ship out no shirts or anything and then I haven't had nobody local that can do my shirts because they're closed. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had it shut down, so nobody would buy their shirts. And then they were like, hey, I don't have my shirt yet. And I'm like, well, you know, you know COVID is, you know, blocking us. So we got to wait till it like, clears up so we can open it back up. But um, uh, July 1st is the day it's going to be back. They've- oh, awesome. July 1st is going to be the first day the store opens back up where we can start doing the normal things so yeah
1: is that a website or is that be on your Instagram it's a it's a website that does my t-shirts for me
0: and then there's some days where I will have my t-shirts made by one of my friends and then when I do one of my t shirt when I do my giveaways you know t-shirts included and stuff I uh I have my friend make it so I can put in the box and put whatever they got in the box. Because I first giveaway I did was uh, $10. It was like three or four four gift cards of uh, like Dairy Queen, Walmart, whatever. $10. And I thought, well, hey, that'd be, that'd be really cool again if I do it. So uh, this next giveaway is going to be a box full of stuff that I get from the stores and stuff. You know, including shirts and all kinds of stuff.
1: That's awesome. So everyone be on the lookout for that and follow um, suicide underscore hotline official on Instagram. Um, So that's where you'll find it there. Uh, So I think that's awesome what you're doing. And um, I think it's great. Uh, So I just have a few more questions to ask. Uh, How much uh, do you get into like religion? Do you fall back do you have a religious background at all um i'm in sda which stands for Sunday
0: day events where we only go to church on saturdays and we we don't do nothing on saturdays because we only relax um my whole family is that way it's only in sda and uh Sundays, you know where sdas don't believe in working on your on saturdays or anything but I work at a very important job where I work on Saturdays. Um, they said, Well, at least you're helping, you know, because I work at healthcare, like at least you're helping people. I'll be like, Yeah, I know. I said, That's the best part about my job. <laughs> but yeah. well, I'm an SDA, which is School. we only go to churches on Saturdays. Now, before we became an SDA, uh, we were Christians, you know, go to church on Sundays. And it was always Sundays and Wednesdays when we used to go to church. Ever since we switched, it's all been
1: Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And I ask that just because it's like you, you obviously have a lot of strength to, to bear the load that you're helping all these people. And just so it's like, where do you get that strength from? Just by encouragement you know, people saying, you got this, you know,
0: you're really, really awesome for doing this, and it makes me feel good about myself, and then I would like to, you know, share that with other people, you know, saying, you know, you got this, you know, you're, you know, for the person that took the, you know, took the pills, tried to kill themselves, we called 911, and uh, her sister actually contacted me and was telling me, you know, showed me pictures and stuff. You know the ambulance and stuff. I'm like, I'm really, really glad someone called nine one one because I have no idea, you know, what would have happened. But
1: just, just by encouragement,
0: yeah, just by encouragement.
1: Yeah, that I mean, that's huge to to have people and friends and family to to encourage. Because um, I know a lot. I mean, a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people are out there on their own trying to do things whether it's art whether it's a business whether it's you know social media um writing anything and so um a little encouragement can go a lot of way a lot of ways and in, in somebody to to give them that extra push uh, right just one one of the experiences that just came up in my mind was I ran the Austin Marathon um, a couple of years ago, and I don't think I could have done it without the encouragement from everybody. The whole streets were like lined with people with signs, and that said like, "Good job, keep going." It's like you're doing great, and it's like all those little messages, constant messages, really. Really take your mind off, you know, the pain. Of, uh, you know, in my case, it was running, and so it it distracts you from the pain for a little bit. While pe other people tell you, you know, you're doing great, you're doing a good job, and so I I, I can see how that that can help motivate you and and push you along uh, your journey. So that that's great to hear.
0: As your mind more than once, you know. When you're you're having a rough day or whatever, you know, you just look back at the messages or just look at that person to encourage you. like, all right, I got this, you know, because whatever they said, you know, you got this or you're doing a great job. You just look at and you're like, you're right, I got this. But you know, just just the words they give you, you know, the encouragement words, the uh, you know, the friendliness. That's what keeps. That's what keeps me going, you know.
1: And I'm sure, like, the people that are calling you, um, they, I'm sure they don't have that. I'm sure their life, they're missing that in their life. Um, and so I guess if you didn't have that, would you have any suggestions to, for people that, that may be struggling to, to help them keep going, um, to help them stay positive? Just keep, keep doing it. Do what,
0: you know, do what you want to do. Do your best and just, just do what you want to do. Do your best. You know, don't let nobody, you know, tell you different. You know, if you have negative, negativity people in your life telling you, you know, you're not good at this or you shouldn't be doing this, just turn your head because it's not worth it. It's not worth the argument. It's not worth nothing. And then sooner or later, they'll look at you and say, hey, I was wrong, you know. And then you just, we do good. You know, just just do what you want to do and keep positive. The majority is just keep positive.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it's it's so hard to, to stay positive when people don't have, you know, the, that a mentor, like a mentor, or the friend, or like the parent that encourages them. And so... Um, <laughs> Or when you, like you said, you don't have nobody, you know, nobody encourages you.
0: You know, I don't know, it's, it would be really, really hard. It would be, yeah. yeah, try your hardest, keep positive, even now you feel like giving up, you know, just keep trying. Because if you keep trying, you're going to be successful in, in one of these days,
1: mm hmm. Yeah, so I think that's that's a great message to, to send out there to people is to, you know, right. I think it's they have to like know themselves and, and know what they want and, and to believe in themselves and to really, um, you know, block out the negativity, uh, just like, you know, you're getting negative. You're, you're doing such a admirable thing to help people, but, people are still sending you negative comments right. to, to try to get you to quit or I don't know what their motives are, or what they want, or if they're just, you know, bad people out there or, you know, maybe that's their way of reaching out saying they need help too, but they're too stubborn to ask for it or something. Um, so yeah, I think it's just, I think it's crazy how how people, just everyone lives different lives and everyone has different passions and um, how some people follow their passions and some people let other people dictate like what what they do. And it's the people who who can block out the negativity and, and stay positive that really make a difference in in the world. And I mean everything I'm hearing from you is that you're, you're staying positive and you're helping people and you're serving people. And so it's, it's like, I'm glad that you wanted to come on the show because that's the, the messages that I want to send out on my podcast is that, you know, it's, uh, it's tough, like life's tough, but you know, it's, it's worth living. It's worth, uh, right. Giving it your all. It's worth um, its worth trying and failing and trying again just because you want to see the, the rewards. You want to get that good feeling. You want to you create a life that's worth living. And so um, I think, yeah, I just want to commend you on everything that you're doing and, and thank you for, uh, you know, taking on this task. Thank you, thank
0: you. But yeah, it's it's really really rewarding, I say, because you got you know people coming back saying you know thank you for you know, helping me. You know I got a message the other day from a person I helped from a year ago saying hey you know I'm doing this now I'm you know I'm involved doing this because they you know they had they said they had no friends they had no family you know they were just living with a grandparent and I was like you know hey that's awesome you know just, you know, because you kept your head up, you did it, I just gave advice. I said, like, you did all the work. And they're like, you know, thank you so much, and stuff like that, because that's rewarding, you know, saying, you know, you haven't heard from them almost in a year or a year, and they just randomly message you, go, hey, you know, I helped you, or you, know, you helped me, or whatever, but it's really, really rewarding.
1: But, yeah. Yeah, and that, I think that's a a different type of reward is most people go out there and, and work for money is like, Oh, I don't want to do that. Cause I'm not going to get paid enough. Or I don't want to do that because it's, you know, it's like most people are motivated by money and um, you know, there's different motivations out there. You can seek uh, to be motivated by, you know, the, the, the the text message that you get that says hey you changed my life or hey you saved my life or I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you and that that one phone call you you told me not to you know you backed me off the ledge when when I wanted to kill myself or um, and so I think that that type of reward is something that a lot of people don't see um and so i think you picked up on that early in your life um but i'm guessing how how can what are other options that that people could get those types of rewards what do you think
0: um
1: digest you
0: know it's really really challenging it is by just not being motivated by you know money or anything you know, you're helping
1: you're doing a good deed right you know, yeah. You know, yeah it's like a good deed or giving the guy a, a sandwich on the corner or something. a blanket you know you know just you know even if you get a, if, you know
0: if i did some by my way and it you know it was a lot for me to do a thank you was all all what I would like to have. It's like, just a thank you. I don't appreciate you. Just, you know, just blow me off or anything. You know, I get it. You don't, you know, you never had this kind of help or whatever. But, you know, people just say thank you. And I don't expect, you know, you know say thank you so much. Give me a whatever. You know, I just, if you don't, that's okay.
1: Right, there's so much value in a thank you. It's like um, people like, just okay. because you
0: know you got you, you just help some you know someone in
1: a good deed. Right. Yeah. Just the the value of a good deed and to do something right. just for a thank you. Um, I think that's a valuable lesson that you know I that I, i'm just talking to you that i've taken from from our conversation that you know there's a there's a lot more rewards in life um than just money and then you know a thank you or being able to help somebody is a friendly hello or a conversation to somebody because you never know what what somebody's going through or what pain that they're having and the impact that you can have on somebody's life by just, you know, talking to them. Um, and, you know, just, you know, when you see somebody just walking and if you have that
0: feeling like they're having a rough day or whatever, you know, compliment. It doesn't matter if you're complimenting about their shoes or their shirt they're wearing or how they have their hair or whatever, you know. You just compliment them to say thank you, you know, and you could have brightened the day up or whatever. Because my uncle, he we went to Walmart and he's he's crazy as ever and he talks to everybody he sees you now hey how, how you doing you know to the elderly ladies hes go how you doing young lady you know stuff like that and he just he gets a smile on everybody and i think that's pretty cool you know because he, he's just i love him you know he's really really cool and he makes everybody smile i mean everybody but yeah like you know he's seen somebody walking he goes you know you need a ride? I you know, I give you a ride on my back, you know stuff like that, you know. And him racing someone at Walmart, you know, he's as crazy as ever. Now I like I said, like you know, you could this person could have been having a rough day, or you know, going through a bad time, or whatever. And you're sitting here trying to race him at Walmart.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that that's awesome. And I think even even that is kind of what's scary about this COVID thing is. Everyone's wearing face masks, so you can't even see if somebody's smiling. So it's kind of like a, a weird world that we're living in right now. See, our, our state, which is in Illinois,
0: I haven't seen nobody wear a mask ever since we got, you know, done after our lockdown where, you know, restaurants are finally opening up. I haven't seen nobody wear a mask, which is, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm not wearing a mask, but... <laughs> I don't know what what I should be scared of. I'm sitting there, you know, like okay, you know, everybody, ain't, nobody's wearing a mask, so I guess I'm not gonna wear a mask, you
1: know. Yeah, that's the benefit of a small town. You know, nobody's wearing a mask. Yes, we're done. <laughs> so yeah, 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 and I think I mean it also applies online. You can you can drop a comment on somebody's picture or leave them a message to to make them smile or laugh or instead of some negative comment you know it's like why take the time out of your day to leave leave a negative comment or to hate on somebody you know there's so many good things it's like your your life's not worth the effort to put somebody down is it's crazy to me and you know what i was told in my younger days you know,
0: people, you know, mom would always say, you know, people just like to see their reaction, see how they would react, you know, cause they think that's the best part. And then in reality, they didn't want you to get hurt, you know. But, you know, nowadays you got kids that just that just do it for fun, you know. You know, seeing on Facebook, you know, these, these you know, elderly people getting, you know, bullied by kids and stuff, you know, I've just seen a Facebook video the other day of a, a lady driving by and this kid throwing rocks at her car and sticks and stuff because she just drove by. You know? oh, gosh. I, I think it's very, very upsetting. So I don't know why people take the time out of their day just to
1: hurt somebody's feelings or get to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I didn't understand the, the uh, impact of bullying until I started talking to my girlfriend and realized that that she was bullied um, when she was younger and how it still impacts her to this day, like um, just, you know, look, what I, I mean, it's like, I never experienced that. And so I didn't know how much of an impact that can have on people and throughout their life, even like 20 years later. And so she wrote a book about it, um, Called bye bye social fears, hello world. And so, um, after I read that, I was like, oh my gosh! I mean, it, you hear about anti-bullying online, and um, I don't think I just realized how how bad it was for for some people. Right. Um, and so to, you know, bring awareness to that and to, you know, call people out or tell them not to do it or, you know, stick up for your friends, I think is is a huge thing that that needs to change, especially in this digital world where everyone's hiding behind um, you know, the internet where they, they think they can get away with it because it's it's not face to face, but you know, we should treat it like it, it we are talking face to face. Right. So that, that's just what I think um, but you know it's, it's been great talking to you Michael um, <laughs> uh, where, where should everyone connect with you online um, they can contact me on uh, Instagram
0: at suicide hotline official and then I'm always active on there and I always respond the latest I've been is a few hours so you can contact me on there and then um, Facebook that suicide hotline official too, so those are my only two I have right now, and then we call my uh on uh just new uh, suicide prevention lifeline dot org that one eight hundred number so one eight hundred two seven three eighty two fifty five is that number so
1: but yeah, yeah, and I just want to thank you again for everything that you're doing and really being a light and positivity in this world and taking on the the tasks to help people and to and I urge everyone out there who needs help to to reach out and get it whether it's through Michael or any other um outlet that that you can find help to you know reach out and and get the help you need because um you're you're not alone there's people out there you know that are struggling too and so um you know people like michael who's willing to help people um and and do the and and just talk to you you know if you need it so um thank you for being on the show michael I hope we can uh do this again i hope so thank you Bye. Yeah.